and the Korean music plug. I dropped the beat. Don't Hello everyone, welcome back to an episode of Chicago K-Pop. I am your host, Ross Clown, and I know it's been a minute, but we got some beef. Some thick-ass beef over here, bruh. Some unexpected thick beef between Korean hip-hop artists. It all happened earlier this week. It's wild. It's wild, because I looked at hip-hop Korea. Well, it's 12, 14 a.m., 11 10 2017 when i'm recording this episode but on 11 9 6 p.m 2017 i looked at hip-hop career to see what new music came out and oh my god bruh the news of the beefs these thick beefs are bruh so there's two beefs more if you want to break it down but there's two main beefs simba zawadi has dissed Owen overdose and the other beef is Dominique dissing VMC, P-Type, Yitsa, a.k.a. Um, Sochogu, and uh, who else, who else, who else? I think that's pretty much, oh, and Jiguen, I guess? I guess Jiguen or somebody from um from uh, Rhythm Power, but everybody's saying it's Jiguen. Wow, bro, this is... Wild, if you did not know, I'm about to go over. I'm going to go over the Simmons of Wadi stuff first. This Dom, Dom, the Dom Malik one is a little bit more heavy. Now, no one's responded to the dissers, except for Defo. Defo responded to um, Dom Malik. I haven't actually listened to the disses, but I've read the articles on Hip Hop Korea. So I pretty much get the gist of it. I haven't read, I haven't listened to the songs though. Um, I'll probably do that after, but bruh. They're all on SoundCloud, by the way. Simmons of Wadi SoundCloud is his name. Uh, Don Malik SoundCloud is his name as well, and Deep Flow SoundCloud is uh, the VMC SoundCloud. So, yeah. But let's read the article posted on the 9th of 2017, November. Simmons Awadi releases this track directed at Owen Overdose. Two days ago, rapper Simmons Awadi released the track Flames via SoundCloud, which seems to be a diss track towards Owen Overdose. Simmons Awadi is born in 92, hails from North Jolot province. Um, member of the crew, Awakened Tongues. Everybody in that crew is irrelevant. In 2015, he, he has so far worked with the likes of BY, DJ Kendrick X, Debbie Donut Man, and ASOL. I never knew that last one. Um, I haven't, I had to catch up with uh, Mike Swag because ASOL was on there, Microdot was on there, Don Malik was on there apparently. I've been liking these last few weeks on uh, Mike Swagger, but yeah. Uh, you possibly saw him in seasons five and six of Strumming the Money. In season six, he lost against Juno Flow. Last year, Simba and Ambitious Music Kim Hyoyeon, at the time he was named Kenny Raw, they released a mixtape, the, the late night mixtape. It was like, it was pretty chill. I didn't really think about it too much. I think Simba's Wadi is a good rapper, but I don't, he hasn't really done anything that's like really captivated me. Um, Simba's Wadi has even in, has been involved in several dissing incidents. Last year, he did highlight records. I don't remember that. And the other time. He was the one getting dissed by Kundi Panda, who, by the way, also this on overdose. Kundi Panda and Simba are good friends now, though. I don't remember the Kundi Panda beef. I really don't. I'm I'm lacking, bro. Kundi Panda is another one. Like I think he's a good rapper, but he hasn't done anything to captivate me as well either. Um, they're still young though. They're, they've only been around. Kundi Panda has only been around since what? Same time as Simba, 2015 or so. So yeah, but I really don't remember the highlights. The hi highlight records. This I really don't remember. But alright, so here we, we got some um translation of the lyrics with some context from who wrote the article. Lena, Lena wrote the article. So let's 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 get into this. Simmons Wadi's debut album featured Owen Overdose, who is now dedicated to this this. This is weird, bro. But here's some of the lyrics. Where on earth did you hide your love for the U.S. when you wrote the lyrics imitating Take One? Now, I'm going to read the context behind it all on HipHopCareer.com. Go check them out. 
These two lines refer to the comeback home incident in 2015. It was started by Taekwon, who, due to something Keith A said in an interview, felt they needed to be defend Korean hip hop. Simmons Wadi and other rappers, um, Suda, released tracks on the same beat. Oh, and Overdose was one among. I got a burp, and it's not coming out. Overdose was among them too, and took a stand similar to Taekwon. Now, this was in 2015. This was right after um, Keith A got big with Ijima. And he left Highlight Records to go to the U.S., which he's had mediocre success. I mean, no one's playing him on the radios, but he's got some some all right hits here and there. Like, he's doing fine for himself, but it was like, you could be doing this in Korea. Like, you legit didn't have to move or leave or whatever. But, yeah, he released he recently um, released a tape, uh, not tape, track, I Chew with Ski Mask Slum Guy. That, that's a banging-ass song, bro. Like, that, that, that goes hard. Fucking the beat, the is is so, so much bass, like oh my god, oh my god, but yeah, after that, I think he, I think the interview was with Complex, or one of them trash ass white owned sites that's always trying to come up on something that they don't know the fuck about. But I think it was either Complex or Fuse, but I I, I feel like it was Complex. I hate Complex, but I really do think it was Complex. But um. Doing an interview, they asked him why he came over to the U.S. And he said, because Korean hip-hop is, like, really, really bad. He said exactly like that. And I'm just like, there's nothing wrong with Korean hip-hop. Like, at all. Like, it's fine. And it's even gotten better since 2015. Like, the, that's a lot of great rap going around. Whether you like the, the, the Doki-type rapping, the Quiet-type rapping, the, the Benzinos, the Verbal Gents, the... Um, the J Parks, the BYs, the C Jams, like there's a lot that you can listen to. Nothing really sounds the same. Like it's not like America where currently it's like, yeah, we still have a, a an abundance of great rappers and artists in general in America, but the difference between Korean and America, and I think as well as just overseas music as well compared to America, is that trash artists really will be one hit wonders, and that's it. Like that's it. Unlike America, one hit wonders will go on and go on and they'll fade out within five years, but they're they're still there. Like like a, a track like I like think about like Ijiman, like that was hot. And then no except for occasion, no one thinks about those other rappers that were on the track. Oh wait, except for occasion and co. Everybody's like, yo, Cole's so dope, occasion's so dope. They've released music after that. Um Co even albums. They're relevant. Keith Ave is relevant, but not in the Korean scene, but in America he's relevant, but even then he's like underground so if you know him you know him if you don't you don't the other rappers in there no one talks about them that that was a one-hit wonder even though it was a great song i was just listening to the remix the other day in the car but yeah like no one talks about them the differences between america and korea one hit wonders in korea they they, they fade away that's that's pretty much it that's it except for idols but yeah but whatever <laughs> like in america someone like Louis Gotti can get hot and stay hot for a couple years and then fade away. Let's look at the, let's look at designer. He actually did fade away a little bit. I mean, he, after that panda track, everything after that was trash, except for maybe the Tim and Turner track where everybody was like, "This is actually kind of hot," but he didn't really make it that. He, that wasn't a hit. Like, didn't Panda go triple triple platinum? Wow! And this tape that came after that was it flopped. I hate that word, but it was trash. I knew it was gonna be trash, so I listened to it. It didn't make no money, none of that, and he just, he disappeared. No, he's not on any features, he's not releasing any tracks. I know he just came out with a video earlier this week or last week, so I ain't going to disappear. Nigga, shut up. But yeah, there's a chance for you to one-hit wonder your way to stardom and stay there for a little bit of time in America. Like, look at Soulja Boy versus Korea and other places like IFM. What else do you have? So, moving on. Another lyric. My hip-hop isn't poem, nor problematic. Our hip-hop is Yangwa, and the anecdote. Now, I also read another translation which says, My hip-hop isn't poem. I mean, my hip-hop isn't poem. It's problematic. I guess this can go either way. I've seen two different translations, but yeah. So, he, he he's talking about over and over. This is, this is a fact. Like, if you thought he wasn't, it's a fact now. Poem, problematic. Problematic dropped this year over and over this first full-length album. I like it. I think it's a good album, but it's, it's it's pretty lackluster. Like I enjoy it, but I haven't. Well, I haven't gone back because I've just been busy. But 
I thought it was a good album. I just, I don't know, like, it's good, it's produced well. It just doesn't live up to the hype. And same goes for Nofla's album, Angels. I still haven't finished it. I think it's good, but it's like, man. And I've, I've been hyping these albums up for a minute. And we got them, and it was like, yeah. Our hip-hop is Yangwa. Yangwa is D-Flo's third studio album, which came out in 2015. Yangwa also means screen for positive. And the anecdote is the E-Sins album that came out in 2015 as well. That's iconic. It's classic. It's a really good album. And I'm I'm forgetting her name. <laughs> I'm forgetting her name right now. But she runs the blog, the, K- the K-Hop Loyalist or K-Pop Loyalist. Let me look this up real quick. I don't want to be rude. 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 Let me see. Uh, there we go. That's not it. That's not it. That's not it. All right. Summer, right? Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. The K-Hop Loyalist, her blog, the K-Hop, lo- yeah, Loyalist, I'm, I'm a dumbass, dot wordpress.com, I'm going to read what she said, if I can find it, if I can find it, it's from a while ago, really should do my research before this. But fuck all that, man. You know how it is. You know the routine. Unless you know it. Alright, here we go. Here we go. She said, I'm reading Simmons Wadi's lyrics to his diss to Owen Overdose. And boy, he said, your hip-hop poem is problematic. No, our hip-hop is genre and anecdote. Boy, I'm screaming, all caps. And that's why the likes of E-Sins are looked up to because his lyrics are sincere and it hits you, true. Fucking Rogers block is my jam, bro. I'm going through that right now, but goddamn. One time warnings who talk about girls, shit, and parties don't last long in Korea's head, which is true. They don't last long. It's like, all right, it's a banger track, but okay. I'm not going to be listening to this in the spring. I mean, um, the winter. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not going to be listening to this in the fall. I'm not going to be in the clubs during that time because it's too cold. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's whatever, but, um... Let me see, let me see, let me see. Mm. OMG, D-Flow answered Dominic's this. I can't. D-Flow was like, I don't remember eating with you. <laughs> uh, when was the last fiery diss era I love? Mm, Keith ate this for sure. I'm, I'm reading here. I'm finished. What else she got on here? I guess pretty much it, but yeah. Um, Yangwa and the Anador are such great albums. They are they're renowned as classics, especially in Korea. And regardless of if his albums are classic, having a classic album doesn't necessarily define you as good or not. I mean, you can have a classic album, but it can just because of that time. Like, it can be trash outside of that, but people still refer to it as a classic during that time or whatever. If an artist doesn't have a classic album, that doesn't mean their albums are trash. It doesn't mean they're trash. They, it can be great artists. They just don't have a classic. Like, I've been staples, but that's not the conversation. I like poem. I like problematic, but it's like, how do I explain this? Because I love Owen Overdose's music. He been wilding this year. He been really wilding this year, but back to the music. Fuck. How do I explain this? Like, I like his music. I think his music is good. But it doesn't move the culture compared to those two albums, The Anecdote and Young But they're still good albums. But moving on. Here, Simba mentions of two of Owen's albums, which make very clear that he's dissing Owen, Owen, Owen and nobody else. He also mentions two very important Korean hip-hop albums, respectively by D-Flo and E-Sense. Back to the lyrics. We're not set on catching up with the U.S. American culture. If you got this... If you got this wrong, then leave and take your whole team, the whole team with you, bruh. He's coming at all to make it rain. All of them. All five of them. All of them. When you were Koreans living in the U.S., Korean hip-hop made you feel proud. However, it's different now because you have become U.S. Americans in South Korea 
and look down on us as if you're something better. Now, I definitely noticed this. At the end of 2015, was that 2015 or 2016? Let me see. Um, 16, 16, 16, 16. Last year. Yeah, it was 15 because Nafla released his uh, EP last year. And the year before that, he released that uh, mixtape, This and That. So, that was the same year Loopy released King Loopy. And I was there, everybody was like, oh shit, Nafla and Loopy. And they're, they and Owen Overdose, they're, they're Americans. The only difference is that Owen Overdose is American and Korean because he lives in Korea now. But he still goes back and forth between New York, Korea, and L.A. But the other two, they're L.A., Neo-L.A., Young West. All of them are L.A. And they were, they've been rapping, well, at least Nafla has been rapping since 05. But he didn't really catch on until 2015 when they got big, which is great because they're good rappers but then they started catering to the korean fans which isn't bad i mean that's the homeland in a sense just like to me africa would be homeland even i don't really give a fuck about africa but whatever um korean hip-hop accepted them all like hey these dudes from korea they, i mean from u.s they're rapping in english and korea let's fuck with them and everybody's like all right this is dope because it was a different perspective because it wasn't completely they their nationality was of the east but they were rapping as if they are they were rapping from a western standpoint which was cool because not everybody raps like that nafla and loopy you're not going to get that in korea from a korean rapper unless that korean rapper is trying to copy that style whether it be from those two or just someone else but yeah and 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 korean hip-hop made them feel proud but now that they're on and they're set and they can release music and be comfortable now it's like okay I'm better than you. Like if you like if you listen to Korean them um rap outside of blue and some of their lyrics like they just been like, Yeah man, fuck K pop and also hit Korean hip hop as well. I'm just like, hold on. If it wasn't for Koreans, y'all y'all wouldn't be on. Like if if we're being honest, no one heard of Loopy and Nafla before they got big thanks to korean hip-hop if it was not for korean hip-hop will we really be sitting here going yo and i'm talking to in- international fans or american fans will we really go yo check out this nafla hey this dude luffy no we wouldn't and in all honesty if it wasn't for dumbfounded i wouldn't listen to them because i heard of them that year when they were getting big but i didn't listen to them until um and um until me jung one came out and i was like yo this shit dope and then that's when I listened to this and that and King Loop because they came out before that, before Mi Jung Wan. I was like, yo, this is dope. And then I, that's how I got into them through Dumbfounded. A lot of us got into them through Dumbfounded and on Overdose. But if it wasn't for Korean hip hop, we wouldn't be fucking with them. Korean hip hop accepted them, unlike US hip hop, whether that because they just didn't have it or because it's this bullshit, bullshit, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Not conception. I guess perception, yeah, perception of only black people can rap. So white people, Koreans, all that, they they can't, <laughs> they can't rap because it's, it's stealing our culture and, and bullshit like that. Whether it be that or they just wasn't on or it just wasn't their time, whatever. Korean hip hop was like, yo, come over here. We got you. And now they're like, oh, we're better than Korean hip hop. We're better than blah, 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 blah. And We're selling our shows in, in, in China and all that. You know, fuck all these K-pop rappers and shit like that. It's like, bruh. Who put you on? Like, you don't see Dumbfounded doing that shit either. Dumbfounded was born and raised in L.A. During the L.A. riots. That was the 90s. He's like, and he he's collaborated his entire life since he started rapping. He's got songs with Jay Park. Before Jay Park was what he is now, he got songs with um, Tableau, Tiger JK. They're like, he goes back. Whether he, he was popping before or not, he goes back. He's not out here, hmm. Korean, the Korean scene, they, 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 they accepted me. Let me shit on them. No, no. So I actually do agree with Zimba Zimba Zawadi right now. Make and Rain are on a high, and they're still young. They're only like twenty six and below. They're on a high, and just like, yeah, we got this. We got the money. We got the bag. We secured the bag. We got the hoes. We got the henny. <laughs> we got all that. And it's like, y'all shitting on the people that made y'all. Like they don't even do shows in America. All their shows are in Korea and Japan and 
China, which was fine, but they don't even do shows in America, but they still shit on the Korean fans. It's mad weird, bro. It's mad weird. It's mad weird. And I'm not saying they have to, to um respect the OG Korean rappers because everybody's not going to do that, whether they're a fan or an artist. Everybody's not going to do that. Niggas over here don't even expect Nas and Jay-Z. Niggas will stay up, say all they wack as hell because they're not making turn-up music and trap, which is fucking stupid. But regardless if they did or didn't, they don't have to necessarily respect or always have to go, yo, Jay-Z inspired me because Jay-Z probably didn't inspire them. I mean, shit, I write poetry and books, and I, I've never been inspired to write the poetry and books. I just did it. Of course, I have my favorites, people that I always that inspire me, like Oda. One Piece is fucking amazing. Um, Elizabeth Chandler, I love her imagery and her books. She's very, very good. Um, Richard Wright, is, I, I love his books. He's amazing. Of course, they inspired me to keep going, but I didn't get into them. I didn't start writing because of them. And that's probably how it is for a lot of people. I mean, maybe Nafla didn't get into Korean hip-hop or hip-hop. He didn't start rapping because, oh, Tiger J.K. was doing it. DMX was doing it. He did it because probably he wanted to. So I'm not saying I have to respect them or always have to say, yo, if it wasn't for them, then you know, they paid the way for me and all that shit. But, like, bruh, the fans, you got to respect the fans, fam. If it wasn't for them, you you wouldn't be on. Like if, if we really being honest, would you really be having these sold out shows in China if it wasn't for Korea? Would you really be in Japan like this if it wasn't for Korea? Like, come on, fam. And you got the Korean OGs putting them on songs. Fucking Jerry K on his latest album, Emotional Labor, that came out last year. There are no role, model, role, no role models with Don Malik and Sleek. Then you've got um, Dumb Founder doing it with Me Jong Won. Nafla showing up on Dynamic Duo's album. Luffy's on Palo Alto's album, and you're gonna shit on the fans? Really? Alright, fam. Um, feel like there's more. Uh, uh back to the. Um, that's it for the lyrics, at least that are right here. Simmons Wadi makes his problem with overnose very clear in the lines above. The root of his whole issue lies in the question of what Korean hip hop is and what. In what way it is different from the original, if it's just an imitation and so on. In other words, this is once again the whole issue Take One already did tackle two years ago. I didn't talk about the Take One disc, but Take One disc, he to uh, Keith Ace, he was basically saying Korean hip hop and American hip hop are different. We're not trying to play catch up to them. We just want to be, we just want to make hip hop. We want to be original. Like we know we're not the original hip hop. That's black people. That's black Americans. Whatever. But we're not trying to play catch up to them. We just want to rap, bruh. We just want to rap, and we want to rap about shit that we go through. Not not necessarily rags, not rags to riches, um, bitches, hoes, and lean. They don't want to like Korean hip hop is going through what hip hop did in the '90s, where it was mostly about yo, this is what I'm going through. American hip hop now, overall, it's still about that, but it's also about the other shit. Like you can hear Kendrick Lamar's. King Kunta on the radio, and then right after that, you've got Big Sean's Bounce Back. Even though I like Bounce Back and I like Big Sean still, and then you can hear a Lil Pump song, and then you can hear the Uzi song. What are the Lil Pump and Uzi songs about? Stupid shit. Stupid shit. And I and I'm not one. I'm not a big fan of them, but I don't care if they make the music a lot, music or not. I'm not listening to it. I don't have to listen to it. Nobody's making me listen to it. It's really whatever. I don't care if it's made or not. I mean, if it's made, if they make it, what they make, whatever, I'm not going to listen to it. I don't care. And at the same time, um, people are going to like what they're, they're going to like. But yeah, the Korean crowd and the Korean um, fan base for hip-hop and the rappers, they, they're not trying to play catch-up. Because if, if, if Verbal Jim was trying to play catch-up to, to the current scene in America, he wouldn't be rapping the way he's rapping. <laughs> Benzino wouldn't be Benzino. And I know Quiet and Doki have a lot of um, turn-up tracks like the American crowd. But their albums, they're not like that at all. They, they can rap. And they, they go hard about the subjects that they talk about. So, yeah. K- Korean fans reacted with mixed feelings. But all of them agreed that Owen is probably not going to respond to the track. That is, he is going to be better off not responding even. No matter what he does now, it won't help his cause. Given the recent issues surrounding Owen Ovenos, 
Some argue that it's him is why they attacked the man who was already lying on the ground. Meanwhile, many listeners praise the quality of Simazawadi's rap, especially his clear pronunciation and delivery. The beat was produced by Verbigin in 2008, also received attention as well. First of all, the beat is dope. I only heard facts, facts, nigga, facts, B. I'm a fan of Owen, but this is so liberating. I'm a fan of Owen, too. And I don't know about liberating. <laughs> I don't know about liberating, but yeah, bruh. I want over those needed this. I'm actually gonna press play on this song. I wanna hear what the beat is since it's about Vermigent. Yeah, I don't remember the beat. I'm probably drawing a blank, but let me let me skip forward. Yeah, that's a that's a 2008 Vermigent beat. <laughs> um Who do I side with? For once, a beef that actually makes sense. Who do I side with? Simmonswadi. Owen, Owen Overdose and all of Make It Rain have been doing some dastardly shit this year. Like, actually, let me not, let me not use dastardly because that's my word, but they've been doing some wild shit this year. Owen Overdose has been cussing out fans. Now, to be, be fair, I was going to let that cussing out fan stuff go because fans are legit be going to his Instagram. <laughs> not just him, but other um, Korean celebrities' Instagrams be like, yo, fuck you, for no reason. Like, they think that shit's cool. So usually when he does that, I'm just like, all right, whatever, because it's usually literally people harassing him first. But then he just be seeing off the wall, wild shit. And then Neil got caught cheating, which is whatever. I mean, I'm not his girlfriend. That's not really shit. But he was talking to an underage girl. I was like, yo, what the fuck? And then something else. I can't remember. Owen Overdose did something else. I really haven't been paying attention to the hip-hop after May, I, I I wasn't paying attention to no form of music coming out of Korea, honestly, or anybody. I I've been doing my own thing and listening to American music, but I barely been doing that. But yeah, I haven't been paying attention. So he he did some other off the wall shit, but I, I can't remember. But like, goddamn, bro, goddamn. But um, let's see. Let's get to the other diss. We've got Don Malik versus damn near the whole Korean hip hop scene. Now, if you don't know, Don Malik is a part of Days Alive Music. It's only four artists. Um, the CEO is Jerry K. There's Sleek, Don Malik, and um, Rico, who just released his um, second fourth album. I still got to listen to the second half. because at least in parts. I still got to listen to Panorama. Panorama. I'm, I'm so, so trash. Don Malik released a track Old Way via SoundCloud yesterday in which expresses his dislike for Show Me The Money. That's alright. Dissing several rappers along the way. Independent from Simazwadi's this tra- this track against Owen Overdose, I cannot speak. Two days ago, Days Alive Don Malik has released this first the this track Old Wave yesterday. The beat was produced by Cloudy Beats, whom recently we worked with on the single Changboro. Don Malik has been greatly acknowledged for his excellent rap skills, true, especially for the album The Naval String, which is dope, which he released together with producer Mount Beats. And more recently for his appearance on Mike Swagger. He was scheduled to perform at this year's South by Southwest, which did not happen because that whole racist bullshit happened. Uh, South by Southwest basically gave him a long passport or some shit like that, and so he couldn't perform. And then him, Soma, most bad as Asian, and a couple other people were detained for 24 hours in a prison where they were subjected to racism because America is a piece of shit. In old ways, the rapper mainly expresses his dislike for the commercialization of Korean hip hop through showing the money. Do- showing the money notably, Damalik this rapper's he was thought to be on good terms with this shock and saddened many. It seems like Don Malik had felt betrayed by some of his colleagues and let out his anger and disappointment in this track. Now, here we go again with this whole show me the money bullshit. Look, bro. People are going to watch show me the money. People are not going to watch show me the money. Rappers, old, new, veteran, popping, not popping, are going to go on show me the money. Rappers, old new not popping popping are gonna go are not gonna go on showing the money it's whatever at this point um you either do or you don't if you don't that's fine if you do that's fine no one cares at the end of the day the thing about showing the money is that whether it's scripted or not we still get some nice ass tracks bro you not finna sit here and tell me you don't bang none of those tracks from showing the money so you're gonna sit here and tell me fear by mine is trash you gonna tell me that um Birthday by John Mans is trash. You gonna sit here and fucking tell me Turtle Ship, the remix, and the original, and the second remix do not matter because Show Me the Money sparked that. So you're gonna sit here and tell me Palo Alto, Zico, Jamez, um who else was on the team for Turtle Ship? 
fucking uh who's on the original? Jamez fucking and up and um Mino. So you gonna sit me and tell me those five people at that point in time, five the hottest rappers that that song don't matter? Did you not hear the beat and the bass on that song? Shit is popping, bruh. I was just listening to it yesterday in the car. It's amazing. And um, all the other dope tracks that came out of it, all the dope rappers that we now listen to because of it. Like, obviously, people was already listening to B-Y before. He just got bigger because of it. People was listening to CJ and McGeary before. They just got bigger because of it. And then we got new people. People that I probably wasn't going to listen to or I was just going to check out later because I didn't have the time or whatever. Like, um, Rhythm Power. Uh... Innovator, Incredible, Super B, Myundo. Well, I got into Myundo to Super B, but yeah. Um, who else I get into? I got, I got a lot. Wu Wan J, Go Child, um, Juniflow, Black Nine. Like all these great rappers I've gotten into through Showing Money, which I probably wouldn't have gotten into without it. So it serves the purpose. It's a good and an evil. It's yin yang at its point. Like there's some great things that comes out of it, but there's some bad things that come out of it. At this point, it, 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 it you either watch it or you don't, fam. You you do it, you don't. Like there's been so many people come out, rappers, some of us. Oh, I hate showing the money. Like Don Mills, like uh, I mean not Don Mills, Don Malik, uh, uh, MC Meta, Troy Sam. Can we all just be like Justice on this topic? Justice said, "Please shut the fuck about showing the money. You either do it, you don't." You either do or you don't. <sighs> Thirsty as hell. <laughs> On to these lyrics, though. On to these lyrics. Let's talk about that loser, Yitza, a.k.a. Sochogu. First, that one's the tale of a lion who can't do anything but freestyle. Now, here's the context of that. This refers to the idiom, better be the head of an ass than the tail of a lion. Yitza, or Sochogu, is a part of ADV. The label is led by JJK, from who Dom Leek took rap lessons from. Just last year, all three of them could be seen freestyling together in peace, bruh. Ain't that wild? He was just chilling with them last year. A year ain't really shit, bruh. He was just kicking it with them last week, if you really think about it, bruh. I clicked on a link. Let's take me to a YouTube video. Stop, pause, stop, pause, stop. I'll keep you. Um, ADV Cruz Instagram. This is actually published in 2015, not last year. Seven in days, season two, episode three. Huckleberry P, By Don Malik, and I'm guessing everybody else that was mentioned was in the background. And they're all fist freestyle. It's 15 minutes long. I'm gonna check this out later. Um, he he really came out. He came at my man's. Yitza only has one mixtape, which came out in 2015. It's called Better Days. Came out before he went on Show Me Your Money of that season. Um, the first time. I think it was Show Me Money before he went on was Eliminate. He gave his place up for my man's, who was now Young B. <laughs> if, if, if you really think about it, this man's social will sacrifice himself so Young B can have a career, bro. That's wild. That's wild. That's funny. Um, but yeah, so Chogu then went on for the next season, which was season six, right? Season five, season five, season five. And he, he was weird because he, he's so great at freestyling, but when it comes to making a song, he, he just, there's no connection. Like what he's saying doesn't connect with the beat and the stuff that he says doesn't connect with each other. And it's like. He was one of the, the final six, and he just felt so out of place compared to everybody else. Everybody else is like, yo, I got the bars, I got the beats, I got the features, let's go. And he's like, I got the bars. But these beats don't really work, though. But I got it, and I got this feature. Who don't work, though, but we got it. I'm like, how do you make a song with Suron, and, and it's boring? And it's not because the song is like a, a slow ballad, like, Rap trap, not rap track, nah, cause those are good tracks. That that track itself is just whatever. It's so weird, and I noticed this, cause I, when I listen to the Better Days 
I was like, he's clearly freestyling on a lot of these tracks, and these are dope. Like AT tracks are dope, and these are dope. But but when it comes to hopping on a a beat, sometimes he, there's such a disconnect, and it's so weird. And I have to agree with this. Like, I wouldn't call him a loser, but like. He ain't got no album out. It's been two years since that first Sony Money appearance, since that mixtape, and he ain't got no album. He ain't got no mixtape. He ain't got no EP. He ain't got no LP. He ain't been on no features. He been touring, but I, I think he released like two singles since then, but ain't nobody talking about him. It's whatever. I don't think he's a loser because he's a great freestyler. He's just not a great rapper. And for those of you listening, what's the difference between a rapper and a freestyler? Um, a rapper, a freestyler, and a battle rapper are three different things. A rapper is someone who usually gets on a beat and they usually have a topic of discussion, whether it be about police brutality, uh, their feelings and emotionals, partying, uh, immigration, whatever they usually have something to say, whether it's good or not. A freestyler is someone who just off the top of the dome making stuff rhyme. It's usually pretty good, depending on how good the freestyler is. Like like So Chogu, like uh, Zizo, like Ot, uh, Huckleberry P. They're good freestylers. It's nice, and yeah, they don't necessarily usually because like a person can be a great rap. A person can be all three. A battle rapper freestyler and artists like dumbfounded can do all three he's usually great at all three but not a lot of people can do that like if you ever heard of conceited the dude who's always on the short dude the battle rapper who's always on a <laughs> on a wilding out trash rapper but he's a good freestyler and battle rapper he can do those hop on a track and he's ass hot ass because they're three different things freestyle is like yo some freestylers can do it on the beat usually they don't it's usually just acapella some do it on beat some don't but even then it's just a random beat that they just got right then and there but trying to sit down and make a song is not possible battle rappers aim to mentally and physically destroy you with their words and it's usually great <laughs> it's usually great it's never done over a beat though it's never done over a beat but there are three different things it's like you have a singer you have an artist and you have a songwriter and all songwriters can sing they can they probably can sing but they don't sing because they just, they're, they're not vocally up there you have singers people who don't probably do probably don't rap i mean um write their own words whatever but that's cool but they can sing and then you have artists who can do all three all three in on top of a beat so battle battle rappers freestylers rappers three different things i mean if you really think about it, all those stem from poetry poetry is completely different from those three and poetry is completely different from fiction in nonfiction, they're all writing. Someone can be a great poet, a great author of nonfiction, and a great nonfiction writer. I can do all three. I do them fine. But I have friends that are like, yo, I can write poetry. But trying to write a story, like, how do y'all do that? Like, this one chick I went to, I had class with, she was like, yo, I just, I love poetry. But trying to write a story... It's so long. It's so drawn out. You have to do all this stuff. It's so hard. How do you guys do that? And I'm sitting here. I'm like, I do both. Shit kind of easy to me. <laughs> Shit kind of easy to me. And other people who's like, yeah, I just do poetry. And other people's like, yeah, I just do stories. Not everybody can do both. And some people have done nonfiction in that class. I know I did, but I never presented it. But I know some people presented their nonfiction um, work. But yeah, some people can. Some people can't do all three. It's whatever. But. They can be great at one or two. And then some people are great at three. Let's look at Maya Angelou. She can write an essay. She can write a story. And she can write a poem. And they're all great. They're all great. God, this broke my coming out. But yeah, I, I feel bad for Soul Chuggle. I, I, he's a great freestyler. I like him. His, his rap career ain't going away though. though. He might as well just come and become a battle rapper. And keep hosting these um like street rap shit. So something's going on right now. It's about freestyling. At first, it was just something that happened, and now ADV has taken control of it, and it's um just everybody coming out freestyling, winners, losers, all that. It's dope. Yeah, rapping in it, <laughs> rapping in it, and then we have another lyrics. P type wrote street poetry. 
but sold himself out to CJ Entertainment. I still haven't yet to listen to P-Type's work. I've only listened to his features, especially his old feature from back in the day. Oh my God. His features on Primary's album, the P-School album, Step Under the Metro. I praise that album every time I get to talk about it. His features were so good on that album. So good. And I li- I haven't listened to the Street Portrait, but it's an album that came out in 2014. It has um, Justice on it. I think Verbal Gents on it as well. Uh, I just clicked the link. Let's see what the track list is like. Um, Muck of Soul Dive is here. Huckleberry P is here. Minos, Justice, Sea Love, aka Taewon. The Barbarettes are here. Wow. Child Booms here. Jungwa Sun Wu's here. It's only 10 tracks. Well, it's 13 tracks. 10 tracks and let three instrumentals. Um, the album was so praised because how good it was. I still haven't listened to it. Wait, is that 2015 or 2014? 15, 15, 15. Damn, I'm a dumbass. The fuck was I doing in 2015? Shit, I don't remember. I did have a podcast. I just wasn't listening to Korean hip hop yet. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. But yeah, um, people love Street Portrait. He's like, yo, P-Type made Street Portrait, but here he is on Show Me The Money and selling himself off to CJ Entertainment. I don't know what he has with CJ ENT. I know he signed a um, brand new music, and brand new music is a subsidiary. Well, not a subsidiary, but they're partnered with uh, CJ Entertainment. But I don't, I don't, I, at least I'm missing something. But I know he's lately come out with these more poppy, friendly radio tracks, and he's keep trying to go on showing the money. I don't, I don't understand why he keeps trying to do that shit. He's already a legend. He he, he has nothing to prove. But yeah, but I I, I, I I agree with Dom Malik about that. It's like P type. What are you doing? Like B P type. Not not this whatever you're trying to do. B B, B type. B P type. Also, at the beginning of 2016, Dominic released a free track, same old, together with P-Type. Bruh, just last year, they were on the same track together. What is going on? And here we go with VMC. And VMC, damn it. Stop acting like y'all belong to the underground scene. Thinking we once lived under the same roof makes me want to throw up. Here, Dominic is likely referring to him and VMC both working with the same agency. Stoneship is an agency that partnered with uh, Days Alive and um, VMC. I think the only artist that I actually signed to Stoneship are Soma, um, Samuel Soul, and Psychobond. But everybody else is signed to either Stoneship or uh, Stoneship, Days Life or VMC. And the CEO of Stoneship is Dobe. Dobe. <coughs> Damn, throwback dry as fuck. Here, Dominic is like referring to him and VMC while working with the agency Stoneship. To top this this off, the end of Old Wave features a snippet of Nuxle's uh, NFS, a track about staying free and not selling one's soul. Not for the sale. I don't know why I just say not for the sale instead of the NFS. Um, as well as a snippet of D-Flow's Looking Good, which is about hip-hop being D-Flow's one and only calling, and in which he disses mainstream rappers. I think he also disses Zico in that rap as well, but yeah. Yeah, D-Flow beef with Zico a long, long time ago. In his lyrics, Dominic also mentions a name that has been censored. Some fans are guessing it's referred to Jiguan, as the only hint is censored is just an African BJ. Your hung isn't Geiko, but Chogu. Ooh. Chogu is a BJ on the video streaming website Africa TV. Furthermore, BY, Justice, Occasion, B Free, Mizino, and Essence are mentioned, but just as examples. Korean fans like the track, though some slightly criticize Dominic's delivery. Several fans are now looking forward to another huge dissing contest, especially considering the amount of people Dominique dissed in his track. We can expect reactions. This said, D-Flow has already responded to the track with treating newcomers with respect a few hours ago. Um, This VMC shit is weird because I didn't really know he was cool with VMC like that. Uh, I don't really think they're on... Is he on the VMC? I don't think so. I think the closest he did get to VMC was QM because QM... Last two albums, which were released this year, were both funded by Defo, which we'll get to in a minute. But, like, I don't think I've ever actually seen them, except for maybe at, like, a concert or something. 
Like they're just setting the roof of each other. And this whole VMC not being underground, I don't know what this means because VMC is very underground. I feel like the only person that has mainstream success is Nuxle. And that's only because he went on Show Me The Money. Like, who else has mainstream success in, in um, maybe Don Mills? Because Don Mills has features with uh, more successful artists like, um, well, not the mainstream artists like Doki and The Quiet, um, Benzino, Zico. Uh, who else? Who else? Who else? Who else? But those, those for sure. So I guess Don Mills, he he has mainstream exposure, but I wouldn't say he's a mainstream artist. Oh, Changmo, he has songs with Changmo as well. I, I wouldn't say he's a mainstream artist, none at all. Uh, especially with his style, he's a trap artist. Nobody else under VMC is mainstream. Maybe Wu Tang. He has exposure because he has songs with the Gray. And he was on Showing Money Season 2, well, 2 or 3. It was one of them. But I, I I doubt, I really doubt that. Odie, no. Black Nine, no. Uh, Big One, no. D-Flow, no. He's an underground boss. Um, Buggy, no. Maybe Buggy because he's a producer, but no. Like, I don't... I don't. Maybe it's just because I'm not in Korea, so I'm not listening to Korean radio to see who's exactly mainstream or not. But like, just going based off the the movements and the shit that I actually do see, I don't see any of them being mainstream except for maybe Nuxu and, and Don Mills. Especially since Nuxu and Don Mills have that radio show on um, HipHopPlayer.com. But yeah, I don't I don't see anybody being mainstream. Like if Deep Flow was mainstream. If Defo was truly mainstream, he would be in everybody's conversation of like who's the best rapper. Like if you talk to a Korean hip hop fan, they know and listen to Defo. But if you talk to like a a non Korean hip hop fan, who who just probably listens to pop the pop and the army and the idol music, they they probably wouldn't know or care for who Defo is. Like I highly doubt that. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't see this, this comparison here, Dominique. I do not understand it. But this is wild, though. Like, off the cut too. Like, I can see the, like, what's the point of coming at Yitzhak though? Like, he don't be doing nothing. What's the point of coming at him? Like, I can see you coming at showing the money. And I can see you coming at P type because P type has been trying to pimp himself out. But in the VMC shit, like, bruh, that's a whole company. Like, we talking about the place that houses. One of the best rappers right now, Nuxu, Don Mills, Wu Tan, Odie, Buggy, um, Deep Flow, The Godfather. Like, what? And so far, only Deep Flow is, um, respond. I doubt Nuxu and, and Don Mills will. They're not that type, but I, I feel like Don Mills may, but he probably won't. Wu Tan and Odie, maybe. Everybody else under, I, I doubt it. But wow, bro, that's wild. And you gotta think about it, cause like Jerry K goes back a long way. He's the CEO of Days Alive. Does he know about this? Does he know about this? Cause bruh, bruh, bruh. Like damn. Now let's check out D Flow's reaction to this. With VMC's boss D Flow has responded to Don Malik's diss track "Old Wave," which targeted his label, amongst others. D Flow is known as the Godfather of Korean hip hop. He gave us he, he he debuted in 2003, released his first solo album in 2007. He participated in over 50 albums of fellow artists, which accumulated over 100 songs plus 80 of his own. He has three albums, like three mixtapes. Um, he's every, he was everywhere. He's not not much as he used to be. He's everywhere. Like he's more on VMC tracks. Oh, that's right. VMC does have two compilation albums. Visty Boys and um, Run VMC. Run VMC came out in 2013. Visty Boys came out this year. Earlier this year was dope. Um, but yeah. And then he's featured on all everybody's albums, really. If, if, if D-Flow not a new album, you're you doing something wrong. Um, the veteran rapper has been a member of the group Bastards with Business and New Champ and Blazers with Mal Beats. Furthermore, he is a leader of the label Viz Major VMC for short, which rappers like Nuxle, Don Mills, and Odie belong to. In 2015, D Flow released his full-length album, third full-length album. 
Young Wo, which fans soon considered one of the best albums of Korean hip hop history. This is true. That was a really good album, bro. They call me Big Brother. Big Brother. I'm gonna work on my DM. I'm gonna work on my deep flow voice. I'm gonna do that because I, I like that voice. But yesterday, rapper Dominic revealed the song "Old Way" via SoundCloud, in which he dissed VMC and directly targeted Deep Flow by including a snippet of Deep Flow's "Looking Good," which is about being Deep Flow's, which is about hip hop being Deep Flow's one and only calling, in which he disses mainstream rappers, even though Deep Flow isn't a mainstream rapper. A few hours ago, at the early dawn of South Korea, Deep Flow uploaded the buggy produced track. In which he responded to Dominique's diss. The title roughly translates to "Treating Newcomers with Respect," and the image used to cover, used as cover art, also already says it all. So you've come, so you've had a death wish. Default starts his verse off like this: "This is me treating newcomers with respectful, newcomers respectfully, but actually I'm not going to lose on purpose." A caterpillar, caterpillar dares to flaunt his feelers, pretending to be a butterfly. As expected, the veteran uses his ver- years of experience against Dominique, who debuted only in 2014, 11 years later than D-Flow. The bravado of a 20-year-old, that's nice to see. Well, so I applaud you first. However, after hearing your rap, um, I sighed. You paid to learn rap, but there are no rhymes in it. Damn. Imagine a nigga telling you, I know you went to rap school, but you, you black as fuck, bruh. <laughs> imagine paying, to- imagine paying, imagine going to school. Poetry, only for another nigga to tell you, "Hey, your poetry suck, nigga." <laughs> hey, I know you went to Columbia, but your poetry suck, nigga. Like I'll be so pissed, bro. I'll be pissed. Uh, you face, <laughs> you face to learn rap, but there are no rhymes in it. Is your teacher to blame? Goddamn, he'll be coming out JJK. When you really think about it, if you listen to JJK and you listen to Dominique, they're not the same, but they're sort of similar in their flow. Cause half the time they don't be on beat. Uh, or did you think about something else during class? Actually, I want to do stuff you hate, bitch. I want to use the words motherfucker and fucking bitch in my rap, bitch. Underground, you can't use this word. I invested 10 mil in QM's was album, and you got paid 10 mil for featuring on QM's track. I don't remember living on the same roof as you. And back to what um, Sessa of the k Hot Bloodless said, <laughs> D-Flow says, I don't remember eating with you, my guy. D-Flow references QM's first full-length album was, which he apparently invested in, before he also helped QM um, uh, crowdfund many albums, Isaac and Jor, both came out this year. QM came out like last month, I mean, uh, was came out either last month or the month before that, and Isaac and Jor came out back in the spring. I have not listened to either one. Dominique feature on the song Cream off the Was LP. The last line above references Dominique's always lyrics where he rapped things. Oh, damn. Finally. Thinking we once lived under the same roof makes me want to throw up. Default continues, I don't know your real name. Damn. Because of your poor slang, you got sent back from the U.S. airport. Damn. And immediately used that marketing. Damn. Is that being true underground? Damn. <laughs> you dare use the word underground? I'm its synonym. Think about who you're making enemies with. Me, me talking, me taking time to do this under the, is, shit, I'm, I'm tweaking. Me taking time to do this is the underground way of respectful treatment. If you grow up, I'll consider giving you my autograph. Really, come my way. <sighs> Look at this, bro. Let me straight up say, I don't know who you are. Because of your poor slang, the U.S. said, nah, you got to go. And admittedly use that as marketing. Don Malik comes back, yo, they racist. Let's make it a campaign against racism. Yeah, 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 yeah. Is that true underground? Because the underground, to be honest, whether it was um, Don Malik's fault or not, he was sent back to uh, Korea. Underground rapper wouldn't do what he did. Underground rapper would go like, "Fuck the U.S. Fuck them niggas, bro. I don't fuck with none of them." First off, fuck the bitch in the clip that you came. That's what an underground rapper would do. An underground rapper wouldn't start a campaign. They might, they might start a, a uh, organization or like a, a um, what's what I'm looking for? Organization or movement, but not a campaign. Not a campaign. 
So Default's like, yo, so you're using this campaign as a marketing tactic to um, make up for the fact that you suck? Mm, who knows? Who knows? Who, 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 who knows? Um, yeah, he was like, bro, look, I, I, I do this hip-hop shit. Who are you, you child? Get in my way. Push this nigga to the side. Here, the rap refers to the incident at San Francisco Airport where Diamond League and several other stone ship artists en route to South by Southwest were denied entry and sent back to Korea. And the following, the agency started a campaign against racism. I don't even know if uh, Days Alive is still doing a campaign against racism. Like, it was, like, hot for a month. And then they, I, I don't know if they just dropped it or if they just couldn't market it anymore. Like, at, at one point, like, you just got to think about it. It's not like they were going back to Korea and, I mean, going back to America. was like, yo, you can't be racist us or some shit like that. It was like, yo, we hate racism. Okay, everybody hates racism. Well, every normal person hates racism. But, like, you live in Korea. Your population is 99.9% Korean. Everybody else, that 1% is usually, like, another Asian ethnicity or maybe black or white. <laughs> if you're not marketing this in America, this, this low-key don't matter, fam. And I feel like at one point they realized that, and that's why, like, no one really talks about this anymore. Like, at some point, you just got to move on. Like, nigga, I experience this shit every day. You got it once. Chill out. Um, for which Dominic released a single, Yellow. Korean fans were ecstatic about D-Flow's quick response, um, reacting mostly like as expected from D-Flow. So dope. Or, this is the response of an adult. An adult wrote these bars, boy. However, some also support Dominic. Alright, that's cool. Dominic did better, and I'm a fan of D-Flow, but Dominic's made more sense. While most are enjoying this development, are looking forward to more. A minority is wishing for peace and quiet. This scene is so small. What would they do when they run into each other at events? I do hope they um, stop fighting and get along. I doubt a promoter would like, yo, you know what? Let me get D flowing. <laughs> Let me get VMC and Stone Ship at the same time. I highly doubt that. Even if it is like an event, they'll probably have, they'll probably separate them one. And I'll put them in the same dressing room and all that. And then they'll probably want to go at the top of the car and want to go out towards the middle or the bottom of the car. But yeah, it's like, what's the point of this? Like I can see this, the the um, Simmons and White owing over those things because they have been making man have been fronting, fronting they move, and Simmons White is here to humble them, here to humble them. But this one, it's like Don Malik, bruh. Who cares? P type always he already has his legend status. If you say if you're a side that um, um, Sochogu is a loser, take that up with him. If you don't like G going, which is weird, take that up with him. If you hate Deep Flow and VMC, take that up with them. Like this, this track is mad weird. Like I'm, cause it's like I'm always with the beef, bro. I'm always with the dastardly shit. We can. I'm always with the negativity, bro. But only if it makes sense. And the Simmons one makes sense. This, this Malik Dominic one doesn't make sense. It's, it's like, alright, bro. What more do you want? What more do you want from me? <laughs> Fucking Tyrese. Fucking Tyrese. I'm about recording this for about an hour. All about hip hop. This is the first Chicago K pop, which is actually all about. Not actually all about hip hop, but it's actually one subject. It's about just one subject, which also has to be about hip hop. But, um. I'm listening to these tracks later. They're all short. Um, Diamond Leaks, this is 3 minutes and 32 seconds. I know the Q one was like three minutes as well. The diamond, the dot I mean the D flow is uh two minutes twenty four seconds. Uh, it is what it is, bro. I'm on Simmons Wadi's side, but I'm on VMC and everybody else that got dissed by Leak. I'm on their side. Dominic out here wilding, bro. But you know what I hope? I hope Jay Park doesn't jump in this. Cause I remember when Meek Mill and Drake were beefing this man dropped a freestyle about it. I'm, bro, what you doing? Nah, <laughs> about you, but um, um, higher music is about to go on tour in 2018 in America. What is it? 14 cities? It's finna be busting, bro. I'm finna be there. I'm finna be there. It's gonna be dope. It's gonna be dope. Uh, I'm not really gonna talk about no music because it's 60 minutes long. But uh, I'll be back. I'll definitely be back to do um, end of the year top 20. I mean top 10 rap 
hip hop pop albums. Shit, I didn't like my top ten singles of the year. Definitely do that. I didn't even do a top ten singles for last month because I I didn't listen to music last month. I had four singles on there: the Ski Master Slump God track with um, Keith Ape, a Sabrina Claudio track. I had Hot Fields track on there with uh Geico. Uh, I wander. I love it. I love it so much. And I had another track. I can't remember, but yeah, I I, I really didn't listen to music last year. And all the good albums came out towards the end, like the 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 Epic High album. I love that album. It's so good. It's so good. But it came out too late for me to like. It came out. I didn't. I listened to it the same day it came out actually, but I was busy, so I didn't really get time to digest the album. By the time I did, it was already it's already November. But yeah, it's a dope album. I, I fucks with it. Uh. You definitely gonna be back to talk about that Soyu album, bro. Soyu album is coming. It's impending. The features and producer on this shit is hot. It's hot, bro. But yeah, I've been your host, Garcia the Clown. I'll catch y'all. I could probably do this next week. I could probably do this next week, probably. But I'll definitely be hot in November. I mean December. Yeah, man. Y'all know the drill. It's your first time listening to me. Go back and listen like the. That episode to find out what to do, like, share, subscribe. I don't know what you're subscribing to. I'm just saying YouTube logo. I mean YouTube uh, lingo. Um, check out blurzenlight.com. Follow me on Twitter at Gross the Clown. Uh, what else is there? I don't. I don't remember. I don't. I don't remember. I'm too busy trying to write these novels. But I'll catch y'all next week. I'm the bottom. I'm even though I'm going to rap it, where did I get a hole? She looked at the old, your fan did a mole, your key, the back on the net, the deck all your flow. Tadiga put together, it's an anantum, no, the bone, your number, go, no, let's in a cone, your young sanctica, no, come on, the polo. Put on a hand to matter, good bang, but I didn't need drama, then nigga boots on it, and I'm more modern, that I didn't say sack to the drama. Nigga, she got a bomb on her. All haters wanna be me, go be me, low I can kill me, so they look your mafia. Now what she got, I'm gonna get that I want my life. Bitches and the haters know my name. Bitches and the haters know my name.
that I want my line Bitches and the haters stole my name Bitches and the haters stole my name Y'all let it know my name, don't you? Oh yeah, haters know my name. And I'm just saying, fuck it. Sam Sang, oh me, oh me, oh me, go on to Gabe. Drop with the debacle. But through the mugger, go on, pull by. Gee, Hannah Gabe. Man, get him, none. Pick up a mom. Pure hunch, kind of nigga, Jim with him, none. My day, eat and general rumor. Kill a match, hang with another bunky, got the table boom. Don't put me on. I'm on the edge, can't pull out. More tacky girl. My money no matter. Something wants it, wants it, wants it.